Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. And Forrest. Howdy. How's it going, boys? It's going. It's going. Today, uh, right now, right now, is probably the best part of my day. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Work sucked, and uh, this is... This is my happy time. I I like that. Thank you. It's all You're of welcome. our happy Thank times. You. Um, <laughs> I'm and I want to say hello to you, the listener, because you survived a three and a half hour episode <laughs> last week, or you skipped it, or you skipped it. <laughs> yep. Uh, I do possible. think I do think you should go back and listen to it though. The at least the Resident Evil uh, spoiler cast section. Uh, I really enjoyed talking about that game with y'all, and it was fun. Uh, I can't be—I can't wait to be the only one who talks about the next non-mainline Resident Evil game on here. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll play like nine. Yeah. Um, but if but, I'll well, fill you in on the rest, who knows if if like so? Your theory is that Revelations three, three will be about Chris, possibly, maybe. Uh, then I might play it, you know, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I don't think it will be. Probably not. Yeah. But a boy can hope. A boy, a boy sure can hope. He sure can. <laughs> uh, we'll see what gets announced at E3 this year. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Let's talk about games that we've played. Uh, I have played two games. Uh, one oh, yeah. of them... Yes, two. I oh yeah traded in Resident Evil Eight and <laughs> Returnal, two RE games. Uh, That's true. And did you get the Neo Collection? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although I did make like a really big mistake in the Discord this past week about Neo. <laughs> Which yeah was stupid. Yeah, that was pretty shameful. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh uh, yeah, I you didn't want to bring it up. Discord. It was funny, but. <laughs> but I was I had a complete brain lapse on uh, Team Ninja, which was hilarious, and everything that they've done. Yeah, every their storied history yeah. in gaming. Um, but I, so I traded those two in. Um, and honestly, Returnal just wasn't doing it for me anymore. Uh, I'm bad at traditional roguelikes. Uh, they have to be more roguelite, I guess. That's the roguelite. That's where that comes from. Yep. Uh, like Hades, where you actually carry stats over in our building. Because I I just wasn't good at it. I did get to the third biome, though. Uh, and then that's when uh, it jumped even higher. And I'm like, I can't. I just can't invest anymore in this. I'm getting really mad at the end of every run. Uh, and I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, it's not a yeah. good space to be in. It was. I was. I've. I've done. A. I talk about this in the Discord all the time, where like people are, quack right now is playing through Sonic, forces. Sonic forces, and he's like, it's not that good. I'm like, then stop. You don't <laughs> have to play it. You have no obligation to play it. Uh, so I. There. I'm done playing games I don't like. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'll talk about them on here. There's some that I'll stick with, uh, but Returnal I was done with, uh, and Resident Evil 8, I'm not gonna pay for DLC and stuff, I'm just gonna let Forrest tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and I, I kept my code for Resident Evil Reverse so that I could play that bad multiplayer when it's out. So excited for that. But I have played Mass Effect 1 legendary edition which is a very pretty game in every aspect besides the facial animations <laughs> uh holy moly these facial animations are bad yes i wow it's i love it. so special <laughs> it, it really is i so, at some points <laughs> their faces contort to where it's not even human yeah and they are human yes <laughs> so it's very I I'm finding a lot of this game enjoyable. I finally got off the Citadel, uh, which is like this big space station, um, 
and I'm having a good time. I'm running through as a the game. I don't know how this accidentally happened to me. So I know how. Oh, you do. Yeah, I figured Tell it me. out. Okay, so when you so st- I accidentally started the game and it didn't let me choose a class. Like I just started out the game and it said I'm a soldier, and I'm you- like, okay, that's weird. So what you have to do to avoid that, like, just avoid, like, whatever it gives you and it picking your class and everything is that when you start the game and you're given the option to choose um, if you play as, like, male or female shepherd or, like, if it gives you, like, the quick start option and then at the bottom it says, like, custom shepherd or something like that. And doing that literally just means, like, like, at the base level, it means, like, you can customize your appearance if you want, but it's mainly for, do you want to change your, like, history, your, like, like your origin, like, story stuff, and your class? Because if not, then you're just going to go with what we give you. And I almost did what you did. I was just like, oh, quick start, because I just want to go with the default uh, Fem See, I figured appearance. it would make me select that stuff later. Yeah. I almost no. made that exact same mistake. <laughs> I clicked it once and I'm like, oh, wait a second. Why is it saying that I'm just like, like I'm a, like a spacer colonist war hero. Like, why is it just giving me the history already and just saying, are you ready to play? I'm like, no. So I back down. I'm like, I see where David went wrong. So yeah, I did. I did not know that because I haven't played Mass Effect before. Um, and I haven't played one in so long that I forgot because <laughs> I don't think two does this, uh, which that's the one that I played the most. Um, it it I'm pretty sure it lets you choose everything right off the bat without like tricking you. Right. Yeah. So that's I'm playing through as a boring soldier, which is I'm fine with that. I'm totally OK with it. You know, using the powers in this game is not that intuitive anyway. No. So the less I have to do, the better. Uh, but I, I am fair. enjoying it. I don't, uh, I, I'm liking that there's actual, like, there's, like, I guess you could call it stunt. There's, like, celebrity voice actors in this game, oh, which is kind of neat. Yeah. Like, Seth Green is your pilot? Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the captain's name. Captain Anderson. Yeah. Well, Uh, who is it? Keith David. It is Keith David. Because I always get him and another voice actor confused because they're very. It does sound like something Keith David would do. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, he's great. I'm I'm loving the game so far. The only thing that I dislike is the car. The, the Mako. The Mako. Mako. Yeah. Uh, this isn't a car. This is... I wish. <laughs> I did find out it has jump thrusters. Yes. So that made... <laughs> you know, it kind of... It isn't a car. But, <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm loving it on a level. It's janky. And, I, like, something in me... I was like, okay, I'm done with Resident Evil... I do have a bunch of other games I could play, but then I was like, I kind of want to play something sci-fi. And then, so, and Mass Effect just came out. Released at the perfect time. It released at the perfect time. And not only that, uh, I've been watching a lot of, like, Star Trek lately and Star Trek Discovery, which Star Trek Discovery just has Mass Effect vibes. Yes. And so, it's like, okay. It's a matter of the inspiration like becoming Coming full circle yeah it's yeah. full circle because mass effect is very much star, star trek influenced yeah and that's what got me into star trek when i started watching some of like the new gen- or the next generation with one of my friends is that like oh i'm seeing a lot of mass effect bones in this yeah and that like that relation there got me to love Mass Effect even more, but also really start enjoying Star Trek where I did not before when I was younger. Uh, I so Seth, there's this alien race in the game that is, I, they're useless, I think, but they're my favorite alien <laughs> so race. So rude. Um, I don't know if they're useless, but they, they're like big gorillas, but they're mm-hmm. they're brown. And they're they don't have hair, and they uh-huh. 
So their whole thing is they communicate with their face to other versions of them. But I can't remember the name of this race of alien. It's making me so mad. I know which ones you're talking about, too. But they say... So they've gotten so accustomed to communicating with other alien races that don't understand because everything comes out monotone from their vocal cords. So they say right. their expression, the their emotion before they say it. So he'll be like... It's the Elcor. The Elcor. He'll be like, astonished reaction. Wow, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's very it's, funny. <laughs> it's like exasperated we need to find this out and they like it's just monotone and it's literally the best and sometimes they change the emotion mid-sentence while it's in the same line so it's like oh that sounded weird but it's like no they're just saying the emotion along with the phrase they're saying yeah very good a lot of good just little bits of writing and stuff like that Bioware is good at this, the writing thing. The problem is a lot of the voice acting is inconsistent on some of the characters, but the writing is real good. And so uh, what I end up doing is I end up reading the text and skipping the language, Mm. the speaking part. I noticed that earlier tonight when I was watching you play. Yeah, I speed read it and then I'm like, okay, get get out of my face. That's fair. Uh, So I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. Despite its clunkiness, I'm curious how Mass Effect 2 plays. Um, you know, I when I get to Mass Effect 2, I, I probably will beat one here in the next couple of weeks. I'm not, like, pushing through it super hard, but yeah. I, I do want to beat it in a timely manner. Doing just the main story missions for pretty much any Mass Effect game actually doesn't take too long. Um, like, I've beaten Mass Effect 2 doing just main story stuff and under 10 hours for sure yeah like it's, how long to beat has them all at pretty short if you just yeah. mainline the stories so. yeah um the only the other game i played was knockout city Ooh. i think that's the name of that game. yes uh yes. a game that we crapped on a lot yes leading up to this and here i am eating crow <laughs> i wouldn't say that we crapped on it i would just say that i wasn't we were, uh, yeah I was we very skeptical. skeptical. I think we were almost... There were occasions you were where we were actively pessimistic. I was actively pessimistic about it. Yes. About it. <laughs> I may have jumped on a little bit with you, but you were you were almost offended at its existence. <laughs> and I don't know if you have some dodgeball trauma in your past. I was always but, bad at throwing and catching. Ah, so two things you really need to be good yes, at. Yes, but I was really good yeah. at dodging. Okay. Well, that's... You know, <laughs> well, that's the... That's, that's two of the That's, five D's of dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, this game, I, I, I just, I implore both of you and anyone in the Discord, anyone that wants to play this, please at me. I want to play with my friends because when I curl up into a ball and yell, throw me, I want someone to grab me. I want me somebody me. to swoop you off your feet. Yes. This game is so fun. And I'm like, there's a skill, there's an amount of like, oh, you need to figure out how to be good at it, which I'm all about. I'm okay with that. You'll take a skill ceiling. But it reminds me of Splatoon a little bit. Like, it's got a fun vibe. Uh, And the music is fun and bouncy and, you know, rock, (laughs) rock infused. Yeah. Bouncy like a ball. Ooh, yes. Bro. Uh, I love this. (laughs) So this game has specialty balls in it, so it's not just normal ball. So do I. Um, <laughs> so um, there's a ball called the moon just ball. Ignore that. Which uh, we'll edit. We'll edit that yeah. out in post. Nope, that's staying. Uh, and uh, so basically, that it makes low gravity happen to the carrier and the person getting hit by it. But my favorite is this. Uh, it's just a football. It's a sniper ball. And you can, like, throw this thing from across the map at people. God bless. And when you k- pull your arm back to throw it, it makes this really loud, like, <laughs> noise, like you're loading a gun. <laughs> uh, and there's there's other cool ones. There's a, a ball that has sirens on it that when you throw it and it lands a hit, 
it forces the player to turn into a ball so you can use someone's teammate against them. Oh, which is kind of neat. Nice. Mm. Um, there's uh, this game is it's good. It's fun. It's unique. It's simple. It's unique. EA has finally done it. I think they've done like all these weird, bad multiplayer games over time, like Rocket Arena. Rocket Arena. Uh, Who I, can forget that masterpiece? Yeah, there's there's been other ones, but I feel like they've nailed it here. Now, the worry is, I don't know how much this game is going to cost, because right now it's in a 10-day free trial for everyone. And then after that, I think EA Play people get it already. So if, if you have Game Pass... You got the game, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, it's on sure. Game Pass. Um, but everyone else. There is also cross-play, so get at me. Let's play some dodgeball with friends. Um, it's fun and <laughs> a good time. It's 3v3, so it could be easy to get a private match going with six people. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. All right. I was long-winded. I'm sorry. I... Have actually, I've really enjoyed Mass Effect and Knockout City, so I, I just got a little out of hand there. Um, Seth, what have you been playing? Well, about the only thing of relevance that I've played since our big uh, Resident Evil Village info dump is more Resident Evil, uh, <laughs> but the Mercenaries mode. Ooh. Um, yeah, I talked a little bit about it last week. Um, it's, I guess previous games have had these mercenary modes. Yes. Um, I just, of course, I only played seven, uh, and never played the mercenary mode in that. Um, but what, what it is, is it's just kind of, they're like the shooting galleries, basically. Like you, it's, it takes areas that you visited in the main game and kind of Closes off some of the doors, makes it so only certain parts of the map are accessible, and you basically have a time limit, and you get you get to choose your gun, um, and buy upgrades for it, and try and get the best score. Um, it's surprisingly addicting, um, considering how much of a chore it was to shoot anything in the main game, um, and while the like the controls, like the way the guns feel isn't drastically different. They all feel like tuned up better. Like the the way the state that they're in when you first get them, they all seem to just be more functional as guns. Um and also their upgrades can like jack up their fire rate or their their magazine or their reload speed like to levels which were not I don't think we're possible in the in the main game, even mm. fully upgraded. Um, so it's been kind of fun. There is if you finish all the maps with like a a double A score rating, you get to, you unlock this lightsaber that you can use Ooh. in the main game, which yes. has been my um, my goal in doing it. But it is even got... a double bladed lightsaber. It gives you yes, the option of true. single and double. You can switch on the fly, and it replaces like your your knife. Uh, it's very yep. cool. Yeah. Uh so it's it's been pretty fun and, and it's it's fun to go back through those stages and but I kind of I got like halfway through I got kind of tired of doing it. <laughs> um because to get those scores you basically have to run through the stages perfectly. Yeah. Um which like they don't last very long and it can be really fun when you're just mowing mowing them down. Um, but it's, you know, it's just repetitive. Um, but it's, it's, you know, if you, if you have the game and you haven't checked it out, it's, it's a fun little time to be had. Uh, but outside of that, I haven't really been playing anything. Um, so this is an aside. You brought up lightsabers. I did have, uh, it's a joke in the discord how easy it is to get me to cry. Uh, along with Forrest and uh, a couple of others. I cried over uh, a Superman Seth, cover today. Did, did you play... Because uh, you went to that VR place a long time ago. Um, when you were there, did you play the Vader Immortal game? No, I never did. 
Okay, so I went to Dave and Buster's this past weekend, and I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to try it, but I, it's you know, it's right there. No one's on it, and I so I cleaned off the headset, and I I played the Vader Immortal thing, and just like looking down and seeing a lightsaber in my hand, and like being able to throw it and call it back with the force. And being able to, like, accurately, man, so, like, stormtroopers come out. I was able to grab a stormtrooper with the force and throw it at another stormtrooper. And because it's VR, like, you, you're, it's you. It's, yeah. It's very weird. I, I got worked up. It was great. Great. VR is cool. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to buy an Oculus Quest 2 no. because of it, uh, you know. But it's neat. What what did you play? Did you play Beat Saber? No, I played Super Hot. Oh yeah, cool. That's one I want to play too. It's a very cool game. Um, yeah. Despite the heat in the title. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I would say it's a pretty hot game. Yeah. You're right. Uh, so, Forrest. I'm sorry, but Forrest, what did you play? Uh, I have been playing through Mass Effect 1. Oh, me, how far are you? Uh, I am about to leave the Citadel. Uh, I am i don't remember much of my... So, I've only ever played Mass Effect 1 once. And it was not a good experience for me back in the day because... That just original release for had a lot of problems, and I had already played probably like 200 hours of Mass Effect 2 by then, so I was already used to its uh, to another iteration of Mass Effect that did not align with what Mass Effect 1 was. So I kind of just sped through it, um, but now I'm kind of taking my time and trying to take it all in and take it for what it is as opposed to what I wanted it to be if that makes sense. Um, and I'm having a great time with it. It, uh, The scene where it reveals the Citadel as your ship is flying uh, into it, uh, in, ju- in the score that's in the scene and like the cinematography of it all, uh, it just really sparked a reminder deep down in my heart of how much I love Mass Effect, but I just like... I haven't played it in so long and I like fell off of playing and beating Andromeda like four or five years ago, however long that was. So like, it's really nice having this reinvigorated interest in one of my favorite series again. Um, I wonder if I'm going to want to go play Andromeda. It's not a bad game. The combat is fun. I think you're one of the only people that is saying that. No, most, I, from the consensus that I've seen is that most people like the combat. It's the writing in the story that isn't up to par, especially with the other games. And I will die on that hill. Combat is fun in that game. Combat is the best part of that game. (laughs) All right. Yeah. But I'm just falling in love with Mass Effect again. It's fun. It really is. We got... We don't have anything coming up for two weeks. So... Yeah. Ratchet and Clank is two weeks from now. And Final Fantasy VII Intergrade. Intergrade. Uh, which, man... Man, I can't believe it's right there. I know. I know. The, I saw... An, so, game, so previews started dropping for that. And I watched an 11-minute preview of it today and i think i'm gonna steer clear oh, of them the combat for you looks so fun yeah it looks so it fun. really does i'm so excited for that game because i know i'm gonna play through it all over again it's gonna be great but all right so with that we are going to go ahead and go into our break and we'll be back with the news Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. 
Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. And while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. Let's talk about this news. Uh, let's get rid of some this of the... This news? B- yes. That news. What about, what about that news? <laughs> uh, we're going to get... So this may be controversial to some. No one on this podcast super cares about Overwatch. Not anymore. But I figured we should say it, uh, is that Overwatch is going to 5v5 instead of 6v6. Uh, Going to bust up that meta, I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, they're taking a tank out. Only yeah. one tank allowed. <laughs> yeah. People were mad about that game because it has a meta, and they didn't want it to have one, I guess. I don't know. It's it's how those games work. I don't know how you have a competitive game and not have a meta, you know? Like, it's yeah. not possible. It's, you know, Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're making an Overwatch 2, and it's just Overwatch 1 with new skins. Yeah. So maybe, maybe they just don't want, like developers to like directly comment on what the meta is even though like they know Mm. that might be it yeah because then it stops being meta and it's just sort of baked into the game yeah i i see that yeah way to go seth you've cracked the meta (laughs) Um, i did it podcast over uh, and with that? No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, Destiny 2 crossplay beta is happening right now. Uh, so you have until, let's see, the day. After they accidentally turned it on a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, so play Destiny 2 uh, while you're listening to this tomorrow on the 27th because you actually get a free like icon and stuff. Uh, for taking for being a participant, but yeah, Destiny Two crossplay is coming, uh, and the Vault of Glass is back. The best That's right, raid. baby. Isn't this like the third or fourth time the Vault of Glass has come back? No, the third. No, it's the second time it's come back. It is the third iteration of the Vault of Glass. Yeah, mm. the Vault of Glass was the original Destiny raid. Yes, which they then brought back at. The very the tail end of Destiny One's lifetime, along with all the other raids, they kind of increased the uh, difficulty of the enemies, um, and then they Bungie reworked it, the whole thing, well, sort of reworked it um, to make it work better with uh, Destiny Two's gameplay mechanics, um, and I over the weekend actually watched people running through it uh it was really cool um super nostalgic to like see it's it's it looks exactly the same except for you know much nicer (laughs) Um, like all the lighting is is super cool Um, when you were running vault of glass you're running it on a ps3 basically yeah i was and not basically i was running it on a ps3 so it's leaps and bounds better than what you remember (laughs) I still contend that it looked fine on that PS3. Yeah, I think that 360 PS3 release for Destiny 1 was actually pretty well optimized. I don't remember having any visual problems with it. I would go to Seth's yep, house yep, and yep. be like, oh, God, these textures. But go ahead, Seth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were so... We had you were better. over the top about it. I remember watching you playing and be like, this is the same. <laughs> this looks the same to my brain. Um, there are some cool... Uh, one of the cool things about watching like the world first raid runs is watching the people like actively while they're in these encounters trying to figure out the puzzles to make it work. Um, of course, f- for this one, for the most part, everyone who was running it um, or everyone who was like legitimately trying to be world first um, knew what all of the old tricks were. So it was cool to see like watch the things that you know are going to happen and then see how oh it's actually different in this way um so that was neat um and i watched uh i was watching one clan and then switched over to this other one um as 
to see them actually the the whoever the clan was that got the the world first. It was really cool. Now, Definitely, it it it's the one thing that makes me like I have such fond memories of running the Vault of Glass in in D one with just like random people, um, and all the times that we completed it, um, that like. This is I, this is the one thing that's been in my mind. It's like, okay, when this happens, this is what is going to make me want to play Destiny again. Um, and I'm not quite there yet, just because I'm still super wary of what Destiny is now, and like the the way you basically have to play it every day. Um, and also, it's not like old Destiny when there were chunks of story. That you could just like play through, right? Because now, now all the stuff, all the actual story stuff that's happened since I've been playing, it's it's no longer in there. Um, so I don't know yet. I I do, I do have an urge to like dust off the old uh, guardian Listen, and see what's what's popping. I'm I'm awaiting Venus. the text. I'm. <laughs> I'm sitting in the wings ready because I am ready for that. The last time I got you to play Destiny, we got to, we did that. We played for like three weeks and we finally did that Whisper quest and we finally yeah, nailed fun. it. And I screamed in my living room at like 1 a.m. <laughs> because we finally nailed it. Uh, what? I want that feeling again. That rush. Seemingly, also seemingly, no one was using that gun. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's one of the sunset guns. Uh, maybe. Um, uh, I thought. I don't know. I'm pretty sure all the exotics are still around. So, um, was there anything different about like the boss fight, uh, Atheon? Not um, really. Um, it was. Like, everything was basically the same. It was just little tweaks to where uh, you couldn't do the same old strategies. Um, Could you go like, home when the... Uh, what? what? What did you call it? So, when I was running Vault, we called it home. That little cubby hole you could run into um, when all of the infected things came out. The ones that dropped pools. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> No, um, uh, I generally the most effective way was just to shoot those guys instead of letting them like, walk <laughs> around, of hide from them. Yeah, well, uh, you, I do remember, I do them, remember the despawned. times doing that. Yeah, uh, but it didn't. I don't think it didn't seem like that was in the game, okay. or at least no one, none of the people I was watching was doing it because they're professionals. Uh, they were, yeah. <laughs> That was fun to yell, go home, go home. Go we'd home. All, we'd all run in there and just sit until they despawned and then <laughs> and then run back out. God. We were dumb. It was fun. <laughs> what a waste of time. You know. <laughs> whatever. Just chill, catch up in the in the cubby hole. <laughs> yeah, we dance and whatever. <laughs> Take a quick break. It's destiny. Yeah. We're, um <laughs> I really want Vision of Confluence, which is <laughs> I yeah, just great gun. That gun is uh Fatebringer mm. also back. Ooh. Vex Mythoclast also back. Yeah. There's a lot there's a lot that they're they're just putting out there that really tugs on the my D one heartstrings. So how do they get to the raid? I because think you just you just go there from orbit. Yeah, um, because Venus it's it was on Venus. Yeah, it's not a it's not a playable area. Okay. So you just you just load in right out in front of it. Whereas gotcha. in the previous game, you would load into Venus and then uh, take your bike over to where the opening area was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited to possibly run it in the future. Uh, I've, you know, I heard that they're possibly going to be bringing in other old raids, and um, I would really like to run the one on the moon again. I thought that one was fun uh, and and hard, but it was fun. So I can't remember what that one was called at all. Crota's um, End. Crota's End, yes. 
Um, that one was fun. It's weird, but fun. Uh, but Destiny, I'm I'm waiting. I'll I'll play it any day. I'm ready. Um, so Seth, tell me about your favorite franchise in video games. This this Watchdogs news. Oh like, yes, <laughs> famous Watchdog stand. Yeah. Seth. Uh, yeah, I thought this was really funny. Um, I forget if it was like an interview with a developer or something. Um, but it was revealed um, that uh, Watch Dogs initially started as... Yeah, uh, it was a feature on... VG247 mm. about Watch Dogs. Um, how it started out as a game in the uh, and Ubisoft's Driver series, um, which uh, the, their last game was Driver San Francisco in 2011. Um, and it, it was... They wanted it to be like their own Grand Theft Auto, which, I mean, Watch Dogs basically is. Yeah. And it turned... Into it turned from driver when they started adding like the weird story stuff. It kind of morphed into its own thing, right? Similar to the way that uh, Assassin's Creed started out as a Prince of Persia reboot. Yeah, um, but it, it was just funny to me because pretty much the worst thing about that game is its driving. <laughs> oh yeah, it is terrible. It. I will say you do get used to the driving at some point, but for the amount that you have to do it, it's 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 really bad. Um, and also, like, how how did this? It, if this game was originally built around the concept of the driving, how is how, how is, is this what the end product ended up being? <laughs> I mean, I've never played a driver game, so maybe this is that's what it was in all of those. <laughs> But uh, it seemed like that would be bad. Uh, so, yeah, that was a, a fun little tidbit um, that came out over the week that made me laugh. Yeah, it's definitely uh, strange that that was, you know, revealed. But, you know, sometimes games turn into other things. We'll never know what Resident Evil 8 was before it was Resident Evil 8 but we know that it wasn't a Resident Evil game. Uh, so, you know, maybe one day we'll hear that story. Yeah. But, you know, gaming is, you know, you reuse assets and change it and all that stuff. I would say most forms of, like, creative media, like, that happens a lot in, like, story, like, comic uh, media shows. Yeah, yeah. Just writing, using a lot of ideas and stuff that didn't work on one project, retrofitting it for something else. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a really cool, like, aspect of about, like, creative stuff. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm with you. Um, so, today we got Pokemon release dates. Woo! Uh, Four days after my birthday. Diamond and Pearl is coming are coming out on November nineteenth of this year. Yeah. Careful Forest, you don't want to dox yourself. Yeah. Oh crap. Yeah, you dox yourself. Way oh to go. no. Um and Pokemon Legends Arceus is coming out January twenty eighth. Very interesting. Yep. Both your per both your pronunciation <laughs> of Arceus. <laughs> And <laughs> this release date. Nobody but David saw my face, but it. <laughs> it I'll was say it. Immediately I say pained. It. I <laughs> don't know why in my brain that's what I see and say, but it's how I read it. But January twenty um, eighth. That's so soon. Yeah, I remember when this got announced. It's not like it's not soon, but it's also not <laughs> far enough away for me to be able to think. This makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because when because when they announced uh, this game, I remember when we were talking about it, we were making like bets and predictions and stuff on what its release window was going to be. Like, I 
I just never thought that it would be in January for next year, you know? Like, again, that seems so soon development time-wise, especially, like, looking at the only thing that we have seen of this game so far definitely looked like just sort of like a rough concept showcase. Yeah, what they showed us didn't look like a game. Yeah. Um, And so it had to be... The only way can I can wrap my head around it is that... Well, one, either the game is just not going to be good. Um, or they're hiding their and it's hand. going And it's going to feel more like a proof of concept than an actual game or like yeah. a tech demo or something. Or the stuff they showed was like... Like they were way... They were a lot farther in development than what they showed in the initial trailers. Yeah. Um, Which I'd be very and okay I hope, if that I was the I hope it's case. the latter. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not filled with confidence because no. this is this <laughs> is the Pokemon Company and Game Freak. Yeah, um, and they're not really known to. <laughs> I don't know. They they just have a, a tendency of of sort of coming up short of what people are expecting them to do. Um, so I don't know. This is it's worrisome, but also. Like, I also don't think there's any way they're going to delay it. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's definitely soon. <laughs> uh, I I definitely think it's it's soon enough. That's enough to be labeled soon. Um, apparently, I was reading people on Twitter were saying that, like, one of Game Freak's or Pokemon Company, you know, final stages is the polishing phase so you know it could look better um but i, I do mean there's think... got to be a game for for there to be polish right uh I, i'm still waiting to see the actual game so i yeah. think what would have helped is if they released a trailer along with this maybe they're waiting for e3 yeah um i don't know i think it i wouldn't be surprised if it's not at e3 um I think it's too close to when it was revealed to get uh, like new information on it. Um, but I don't know. I, I it also wouldn't surprise me if it was at E three. We also haven't gotten any Pokemon drops lately. Yeah, we got that Katy Perry song, which came out. Um, it did not have as cool of a uh, Pokemon concert around it like Post Malone. Yeah, <laughs> had. Uh, but, you know, I I, th- I thought we'd have a little more Pokemon <laughs> celebration stuff happening. So, we'll see. It's very weird to just get random release dates uh, on a Wednesday. <laughs> so, maybe maybe True. something in the future. Uh, in the K-League celebration slash... Summer Games Fest. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I mean, we are in that weird spot where companies are just release a bunch of info about their games like right before E3. So maybe if you want to go off that, then we'll see more of this in a couple in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, On the other hand, but it it would I don't know it would be strict, but because it's just the release date, it it is sort of a weird, but it also isn't like it's not a an abnormal thing for Nintendo to do to drop random info on in the middle of a random week. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like there's really no major foresight <laughs> or I mean we could we them. could easily have like a a random partner direct yeah. thing tomorrow, partner showcase tomorrow and not know about it now. Um, you know, that's just the nature of the beast. Um so let's. So I listen to. I've gotten into the habit now of listening to the uh, Jeff Grubb Summer Game Mess show. He does it every week, um, and where he talks about the leaks and he talks about all of the upcoming events and stuff like that. And funnily enough, on the show the other day, he's like. Oh, just letting you know, someone brought up the rumor to me, and I've seen it getting out. Um, yes, Crystal Dynamics is working on a Guardians of the Galaxy game. And I was like, that sounds kind of far-fetched. 
especially uh, with how, or not Crystal Dynamics, Square Enix is working on it, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Um, but Crystal Dynamics is part of, <laughs> so this, I, I'll get to the Crystal Dynamics part of this. So Square Enix is working on a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, and so I'm looking at them like, that's kind of weird. Uh, you know, who knows, whatever. But then I see on the news ticker today, uh, Crystal Dynamics is opening a brand new studio in the Southwest. And it's going to be co- like named Crystal Southwest. And... Possibly could be a studio for that. Uh, could be, I don't know. Well, who else I would under say Square that Enix. if they are, if they are, if his wording was that they are currently working on it, I can't imagine that a, a, a studio that is just being created is being created yeah. to, to work on it. So he also did say that it's, it could possibly be teased or. Uh, made known at E3 this year at during Square Enix's showcase. So who do you think is working on this? I, I don't know. It's strange to me that Square Enix of all companies would be holding two of the biggest Marvel properties. Yeah. I This may sound like a totally out-of-left-field idea, but what if that new Crystal Dynamics studio was essentially just like a a janitor or like cleanup crew for oh, no, no. There's, Avengers. No, there's like storied people that are being put there. Um, let me see. I'd have to see the news article, but yeah. there's like, uh, there's actual like heavy hitters in there. Mm. Um, but it is weird that Square Enix now has two Marvel franchises, uh, <laughs> especially when one didn't really go so well no um back when yeah and that's that's what's weird like i can't like i obviously i don't know off the top of my head the entire umbrella of square enix's subsidiaries and the the different um developers that are part of them um but when you hear that Square Enix is making a crystal, uh, uh, making a Guardians game, you like the brain automatically goes to Crystal Dynamics because of the Avengers game, um, and it to me that would be very disappointing that if if they were who is who is making this game, but I also like it seems so for any of the other studios it seems so so sort of like out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to look. So you've got... Yeah. Taito, Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, Eidos Shanghai. Oh, Eidos. Uh, yeah. They'll never be in a new Deus Ex game. Um, so the people at the Crystal Dynamics Southwest are former Bioware people. Huh. Interesting. Like, mm. specifically, some of so, the leads that left Bioware a few I, months I ago? I don't know names enough to know. Mm. but It's uh, very... So, like, when you think of a Guardians game, I think Mass Effect is, like, kind of the pattern, I guess, that you would sort of look at. Um... So it's interesting that they would be bringing in Bioware people for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I would take a Mass Effect Guardians game, though. Yeah, it could be really fun. Yeah. I don't know if that's who's making it. Yeah, probably. All speculation. Yeah, of course. What if it's Tokyo RPG Factory? (laughs) What else have they made? I don't know. They make RPGs. Oh, well. Yeah. Maybe an RPG game would be fun with Guardians. Who yeah. knows? Um, Do like a classic turn-based <laughs> style? So, so <laughs> Seth alluded to this earlier. Um, let's, let's talk about some of the stuff that's upcoming. So Xbox Showcase is taking place on June 13th, which is a Sunday. Uh, we've got 
tonight there's a Dragon Quest showcase at some point. I, I'm pretty sure it's super late tonight. I don't know. But there is a Dragon Quest showcase tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, it's, well, it's Japan time, so... Right. Uh, it is very late for us. Tomorrow, which is Thursday the 27th, there is a Sonic showcase, a Horizon Forbidden West showcase showing 14 minutes of gameplay, and a five-hour pre-show. Preceded by five hours, yeah, five-hour pre-show for some reason. <laughs> That's insane. Which they've said. So the thing is, the Forbidden West showcase is 20 minutes with 14 minutes of gameplay. So there's, I imagine in that main six minutes, they're going to say if they're going to have a big presentation in June. That's my assumption, is that they'll maybe announce the a big, a papa state of play, like instead of a child state of play. Uh, so... We'll, we'll, we'll know more tomorrow, um, but I'm excited to see that gameplay of Forbidden West. Seth, did you ever finish Horizon Zero Dawn? Finish? Did I ever start it? I, no. Hey, you. I thought you did. My bad. I did not. I thought you did. Um, I'm excited to see what's at that Sonic thing tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Give me more Sonic. Uh, Sonic Adventure 3... You already Sonic got it. It was Heroes Sonic 06. Two. Uh, give me... Shadow 2. Yeah, that Four ultimately guns. give me Shadow the Hedgehog Sonic 2. Mania 2. Give me that. That's fair. Or a Sonic sure. Generations Sonic, 2. Uh, Sonic Mania Adventure. Ooh. Uh, or, you know, really what we all want, which is Sonic Spinball 2. Or uh, give me a that. gritty... L.A. Noir-style detective game starring Team Chaotix. You joke, but... They are detectives. I would be so down. I love Team Chaotix. <laughs> really? Just make another Sonic Heroes game? Yeah. But have <laughs> each of the uh, the teams have wildly different play style-like sections? Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, and I can't wait for them to announce tomorrow that Sonic is going to be in Fortnite, probably. What did they uh, release a that would be trailer bizarre. for the... No, wait, no, there hasn't been enough filming done. Never mind. I was going to say for the second Sonic movie. The what? I was saying, what if they released a trailer for the second Sonic movie? Oh. And I'm like, oh, wait, no. There's oh, that's no, way too early. Yeah, they're filming that early. now. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're, like, filming that with statues yeah. in place of visual effects. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, and so Friday is Far Cry 6. They're going to show gameplay of that. Wasn't that game supposed to be out It was already? supposed to release in February, if I remember correctly. Uh, holy moly. Huh. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. I don't remember that at all. I think it was supposed to come out last year. No, because... Yeah. Mm, I don't think so, because at that Ubisoft showcase it was shown at, it was... It said, like, hey, we'll have more information later, but, like, it'll release, like, early 2021. And I was like, that's not happening. Or maybe it the was... The game was originally scheduled for release February 18th, 2021. Hey, you. Uh, there you October go. October 29th. We've, been, it was we've a, been playing it for four months. It was announced it was going to be delayed. And in the quarterly earnings call in February, it was announced that it would be released before September 30th of 2021. Hmm. Uh, so, as a group of people who have played it for months now, can we all agree Giancarlo Esposito is the best part of the game? <laughs> That's probably going to be the case. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it would take to drag me and Seth back into playing a Far Cry game together. Me. Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> I feel like it's probably going to happen. <laughs> It's, it's almost something that people need. Uh, you know, if there is three-player multiplayer... I'll do it. What more fun could there be if... Glide I mean, it was suiting... supposed to be three-player multiplayer last time, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead, it was only two. Yeah. You know, this... Real, might... The real question is, will your progress uh, cross over... <laughs> Between into your own game. Yeah, single and co-op and all that jazz. I can't, 
answer will probably be no. A game in 2017, 2018. Doesn't no carry progress. No carry progress. (sighs) It's hilarious. Hilarious. God. (laughs) I still remember getting the text from Seth. I went to go play a little bit by myself, (laughs) but I had to start the game all over, basically. And I was like, oh, well, dang. Uh, Far Cry. It's the gift that keeps on giving, <laughs> for real. Um, and the last bit of news I have here is that God of War's official title has been revealed to be God of War Ragnarok, the new one. Uh, Not officially revealed. Well, but... leaked by yes. a investor call. <laughs> yep. Corey it Barlog just... tweeted a Facebook it up Balrog. There. It might be Balrog. I just say Barlog. Barlog. Yeah. Well, that's, that's wrong. Bad. Yeah, it's my bad. Balrog. That's like Arceus. <sighs> oh. I know I'm right on Every that. time I hear that said wrong, a just a shiver goes up my spine. Mm, what about Arceus? How does that make you feel? Mm. It is Barlog. I'm right. Boom. Oh, nice. Balrog so, just sounds yeah. cooler. Well, yeah, because of the <laughs> Lord of the Rings yeah. creature, demon. And because uh, of Cave Story. And because of Devil May Cry 5. I wish I... Okay, I all right. All right. Seth, you always told me to play a Cave Story, and I never did. Um, good game. So, yeah, he tweeted a facepalm gif, uh, so it must be real. <laughs> and he's not happy about it. Um, but, yeah, but also I probably think it's just kind only of a couple weeks, only a couple weeks before they were going to actually reveal it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you think this game is coming out this year? Probably not. Mm. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Um, plus, like, what else does Sony have? They have Horizon this for this year. That's this year. Yeah. Oh. They said so they said last year that Horizon and God of War was coming out this year. That's a tall order. On top of Ratchet and Clank. I would bet that it God of War comes out before March of next year cuz it probably wouldn't have been on that slide that investor slide if it wasn't in this fiscal year. Yeah, you're you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't think we're going to get both God of War and Horizon this year. I think we'll fiscal get... Fiscal year, yeah. Fiscal year, yes. But, like, actual year? I don't think so. I mean, you're forgetting the year that God of War and like Spider-Man and... Spider-Man. Like, you're... Sony does that. They've done they, it before. They've done it before. They ramp up, like, three titles in one year. Yeah, but, like... Are they all within the same, like, release window, though? Because I can't yeah. remember the dates for those. I mean, that's close. It's too long. <laughs> it's close. Hmm. And you think about it. I mean, Sony kind of has to release God of War this year because you know that once Horizon comes out, Zelda's going to come out the next week and everyone's going to stop talking about Horizon. <laughs> so they have to have something up their sleeve to be like, hey, look at us again. Yeah. Yeah. And then Halo Master Chief will smash Kratos' head into the ground, and everyone will be talking about Halo in a good or bad way. Like it's 2007 (laughs) again. God, I hope Halo comes out this year. (laughs) I just. Also, did you see that uh, in Microsoft they released that that graphic um, showing like when their showcase was going to be? And of course, it had Master Chief at the top, but it also. Had freaking two of the Spartans from Halo Reach in there. It did. What? Behind him. It did. Yeah. Uh huh. I how did and, I miss this? And it has the Starfield moon or whatever, whatever the planet is uh, at the bottom. Is that what that's from? Yeah. Yes, sir. Starfield. You know that's gonna come out maybe this year. I doubt. I it. I don't think it is. But that that probably just means they're gonna show it. Yeah. But like. We got freaking 
Jun. I can't remember what the other guy with the skull face. What was his name? Emil. Emil. Yeah, Jun and Emil. They were on there. What? Which Jun survived? He does survive. Yeah. I can't remember if Emil survived. No, he gets impaled by an elite. In but he's maybe alive. First, you know, he's not. I'm sorry to say. Listen, Han came back not. to life somehow. That's <laughs> uh, true. <laughs> but like, I don't happen. think they would just put him on there for funds, for funsies. Yeah, they would for sure not for funsies. Oh, that's give me, give me the Halo Reach. I love it, uh, man. I'm excited for E3. Um, all right, was there any other news that you all could think about or wanted to talk about? Yes. Oh, David. Tell me. Did I miss something? Did you not see that? Oh my gosh, we literally referenced this earlier in the episode. Um, a report came out that I think it might have started on Era or, but it was definitely, it was like corroborated. Uh, by Imran Khan, I think, that um, possibly going to be shown at the their E3 showcase, but Square Enix appears to be um, collaborating with Team Ninja yeah. to make a Final Fantasy action RPG uh, hint, uh, hint Souls-like or Neo-like in this case that is, I guess, set within the world of the original Final Fantasy. Um, maybe called Final Fantasy Origins. Uh, so yeah, that's super exciting. Uh, this was the thing that David was referring to earlier, because in the Discord I said that it makes me excited, but I also wish it was just Neo Three, even though Team Ninja said they aren't making Neo Three, and David did not realize that Team Ninja was uh, the size of developer that it was. Yes. Uh, I also yeah. heard something alongside this rumor that Square Enix may plan on like re-releasing a collection of Final Fantasies one through six, since those are pretty much the only mainline ones that are not on modern consoles in any shape or form. So that'd be really cool. I just want to play Final Fantasy six. <laughs> yeah, I've never Don't played. Don't you that mean one. Final Fantasy three? Wait, wait. I always get those. I always forget how they localize those. Which which <sighs> is it? What didn't they? Didn't three? No. So two Final never Fantasy came six. out here. I don't think three did either. Right. So it was three one. came out on the three DS or the DS. Yeah, yeah, later. But wasn't six released as three here? Yes. I think I don't remember. This is, this, this is neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that it's, I know that it's six and three, in some form or the other. Yeah, I wish I could explain it better, but I can't. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I, was... I I left that information by the wayside once we started actually getting uh, North America localizations of all in like re-releases and remakes and stuff of those original games. Yeah. I didn't need to remember the Yes, Final anymore. Fantasy VI was initially Final Fantasy III in North America. Ah, that's what I thought, Whack. Forrest. Listen, Listen also, I, I, played that final, I played that Final Fantasy III remake on DS. That game was hard. It was very fun, though. I loved it. Yeah? I, yeah, I loved it. I loved that game. <laughs> I beat it. It was so good. Nice. Uh, big fan. Big fan of that game. I feel like saying that version of the game is on Steam. Maybe. Probably. That would be weird. I think it's more likely that a mobile port of that game is on Steam. Yeah. Which is why I still won't play Final Fantasy IX on my Switch, because it's the port of the mobile one. Um, but, alright. I'm excited for the prospect of a Souls-like Final Fantasy game, though. Give me that. I'll yeah. play it. It might. Between that and Bloodborne, I'm in for Souls games when they're th- when the theming fits what I want. That's uh, fair. Because I played that Star Wars game, and that game was hard. <laughs> and also kind of a Souls game. Fallen Order? Yeah. Yeah. 
Seth, you still, I've been thinking about I know that you lately. really, you didn't believe me, but you should go play that game. It's a it's very so good, good game. I literally have it installed on my Xbox. Yeah. I, just, I have a lot of games installed on my Xbox. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. So it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah. I, lo- I love the play the game of downloading <laughs> games and being like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Almost <laughs> at this point, it's like, I just see, I just want to see how much I can fit on my like hard drive and terabyte <laughs> drive, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So with that, we appreciate you, the listener for listening to us ramble on and talk about stuff every week. Um, and we just, you know, am overjoyed that you, uh, bother to listen to us week in and week out. So join us on the discord, and hang out with us outside of the show. Especially with all of this news coming up, it's a real fun time to be in the Discord uh, where we talk about all that uh, outside of the show and jab at each other, and it's a good time. So many jabs. <laughs> it's it's good. Uh, it's all good-natured. And also, thank you, Joe, for doing the, um, the break announcement. If you want to do the break announcement... Email us at suplexestix at gmail.com and I will we will get you in the rotation. It'll be great. And with that, we will talk at you next week. Goodbye. Podcast over. Uh, uh, <laughs> Say the line it's, for us. But it's over. I what am I what am I to do? <laughs> but goodbye. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>